Sports listeners, I am your host, Eric Asalda, the Queen of Team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This is a whole hour of Santa Barbara teen athletes and all those people Woo! and businesses that support those teen athletes. Yes. Nothing like getting a little eucalyptus peppermint. Thank you, Dominique Cackett. Boy, I thought I was going to sneeze. Good morning, Erica. Yes. Dr. D, you almost started this sneezing, coughing hacking. thing, hacking yes, I, thing. I yelled too loud. I oh, do that. That's what it I was. I tend to put too that's much it. energy we into it. we pass this around. Uh, what the heck? Now, drink this, right? <laughs> yeah. No, no. no. Pass a little, <laughs> little under your nose. Uh, a little peppermint oil. A little peppermint oil. Uh, it's like, smooth. It's like, it smells like home. That's it. Smooth out. You're next. The old, got to pass it around. I love, ever since Brian Fulks, you know, he did the, he got the PhD in the old essential oils, didn't he? Well, he studied uh, smell, smell and the effect of smell right. yeah. on the body, the senses, memory, and so forth. So Erica went wild, started getting those oils. Uh-huh. And yeah. the amazing thing was that he got to go to uh, <laughs> Young's study. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> Angela Miller Bevan has no problem sticking that thing out there. Let's see, look at her. What? Here. But as go. I've been, Mr. Pintard reminded yes. me, I didn't inhale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I like that. That's Said, Bill Pintard! Bill Pintard! Do you have anything ready for him or no? No? Uh, well, uh, we will. We will. In, in a segment in or a two. A segment or two. That's we're right. Gonna wait, we're going to wait on yeah, that. Okay. Anticipation. That's right. Bill Pintard's in the house. Woo! Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Seven time World Series champion. Yep. Uh, I, 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 and I say this tongue in cheek, sort of. Uh, we've been broadcasting games on this radio station, and we've broadcast, what, three, maybe four championships? I don't know. Do you see a ring on any of these fingers? <laughs> <laughs> no. Put a ring on it. Yeah. Where's, where's I think we ring? ought to make a song and put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah, I think it could be a hit. Who, who should we get singing? You. Yeah. How about Madonna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be nice, No, right? but who sang that? Beyonce. Rihanna? Oh, Beyonce. I don't. I have no idea. Rihanna would probably no, be No, Beyonce. Best. I know. She's married to Jay-Z, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yankee fan. Yeah. Well, he, yeah. he no, he's not a Yankee fan. Jay-Z's a Yankee fan. No, Michael he, Baker wants to add on. Michael Baker, get a mic. All right, Michael Baker, United Boys and Girls. No, he represented Robinson Cano, and who did Cano sign with? Oh, I, oh okay, well, okay. Yeah. So I rest my case. Uh, yeah, that's true. But he is a he grew up a Yankee fan. Yeah, and he talks about Yankees in his rap song. He wears a Yankee hat all the time, and, he's, and he says he's more popular than a Yankee. Now oh, he does. Boston's really popular right now, though. Oh, well, you brought that up. I didn't. I I'm sitting there. I, go. I didn't bring I it up. I, I didn't know, bring it up. But it's all I didn't right. say a thing. We, it's going to hurt next year, though. And <laughs> what's what's the NY stand for, Erica? I don't know. You it tell stands me? for next year. That's what it stands for. I'm sorry. I set it was too easy. You set, you, set, you set it up. I set myself set up it, for that it's one. Too it's, too it's, too it's too soon. It's too soon. It's all right. I got something. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. It's all right. I love the Yankees. I know. I I do. When the when the Yankees are relevant and the Red Sox are relevant and the Dodgers are relevant. That's a good day for baseball. Yeah, it is. That's it great is. for baseball. True. Well, the Yankees did some good things in the offseason. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, be good. Uh, we picked up some players. Nice. And uh, I bet you we're going to sign Octavino. 
Nice. You know, and that'll complete, and then we'll have the best bullpen in baseball. That's it. <laughs> Unless Boston signs them. But I can't <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I still think it was a fluke. <laughs> no, I do. I think I, I looked at our season. I can't believe we we did as well as we did. I really, I still no, don't yeah. see it. We we were ahead of schedule. Yeah, I mean we were oh, the yeah. third best team in the American League. We weren't better than that. We were the third best team. Mm. And I remember my son calling me, Ethan. He calls me up. He says, "Dad, let's go to the series." I said, "Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it might be a stretch for us to get to the series." He says, "No, no, the series." I said, What's, uh, what, do you, what do you mean? He says, there's only one series, and it's Boston, New York. So he and I flew back to New York, and we went to the game to oh. Yankee Stadium. And I have to say, it's the first Yankee game I ever left early. We were losing 12 to 1 when I left. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in New York, so I wasn't going to waste my time watching Austin Romine pitch, you know. And, uh, but uh, it was, uh, they had a great year, and I think, uh, I think we're going to be chasing them this year. I think we'll be chasing you guys, to be honest. Oh, I do. I think the Yankees are gonna. I think the Yankees are gonna win the World Series. Uh, I do. I like that. Oh, I do. I don't like saying it, but I think they're gonna win. Aww. <laughs> wow. Well, we're gonna keep this clip. I want to keep this clip. Yeah, you play it back. And uh, we will. Oh, yeah. This is Michael like, Baker with the YMCA. We're on SoundCloud now. Yeah. So a lot more Michael people Baker are going to be listening YMCA. to this clip. That's nice. Yeah, Did you miss that? He's with the YMCA now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Woo! You play that clip back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Loyalty changes exactly. really quick here. I do what I can. I do what I can. So, um... I don't know if anybody's going to be checking out the site or anything, but we have a new co-host. I'd like to put our all hands together. We got Lisa Chernow Black. Woo! Got an esthetician in the house, and I'm really excited because in I don't know what's going to be five days from now. Yep. Um, Dominique and I have uh, scheduled appointments, and uh, if I'm in, I'm counting the days, Lisa. Wonderful. And I stopped staring at my face. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been looking at my face, and and now because I'm going to take advantage of the free I, I I put free eyebrows. Right? Who's the first phone call I get? Your dad right what do you mean free eyebrows what you gonna do stick them on you and i'm like okay it was like every any woman would know free eyebrows it's shaping okay so eh, like one o'clock in the morning of course i forget about it so you know i get in the middle of the night i go because i know the next morning you know your dad's gonna be calling again didn't you fix it you know because you know i don't know what it is with your dad he scares me it's kind of like it's up there with uh dave uh, Bill Pintard and your brother too. Yeah, Both but what you. are you talking about? It's what Free I eyebrows. post on Facebook. You oh. know, I, I advertise. You know, I, I would you know put little things on there to, to support you know any of the coasts or anything like that. If she wants to, he wants to know how you get free eyebrows. Exactly. I think, is what yeah. he's no, I got plenty of eyebrows. It's shaping. It's shaping. <laughs> you know, women like that. Women like to look good. <laughs> Estheticians, what they would do is like they would. Do extras, and what she's supporting right now is if you do, if you get the, um, well, I'm going to say what you're going to do. What are you going to do? Anybody that comes and says Teen Sports Radio, what are we yeah. going to do? What do you, we have to give away something. Yeah, so no, so I'm going to um, <laughs> I'm gonna give a, a complimentary facial, Ooh. and with that, a complimentary eyebrow wax and shape. Nice. So, yeah. Teen Sport Radio. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. out. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And men need their eyebrows. They need them cleaned up, too. They need there them trimmed. Yeah. <laughs> hey, could we do it on, could you <laughs> come <laughs> next time and do this? Everybody's looking at his face. Seriously. I know. I want to trim my dad's brows. <laughs> Doc and I have more hair above our eyes and our eyebrows than we do on our head. 
Are we talking about trimming? Are you kidding me? Can we transplant? Do you do transplants from the eyebrows to the head? Can you do that? No. So I mean, we're you really do have you do have good eyebrows. You don't, you don't want to trim any of them off. We're fine. No. We're very look at that. everyone's taking their hats off. Everybody wants to complete look. We got up to the show, Bill. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. Hey, I, I've never. You got a really nice head of hair on your head. I'm telling you, like that. Look at that. A lot of guys don't have as much. Really, yeah, you, you wear hats hair. all the time. Well, I'm with Doc and Mike, so I'm looking pretty good here. Turkey, what about you? I'm a little light. Yeah, yeah, I look like Sansom in this one. Yeah, look at that. Seriously, that's good jeans in there. He just took Coach's hat off, and I, I literally, you look like you have a bushy head of hair. And you, that's why, that's why that. you wear the hat. <laughs> well, Erica should be I would never have known. Yeah, so, Walt, go ahead. It's your well, guest. Um, I'm excited. We have Another the, Don in we the have house. The, we have this, uh, the new Santa Barbara High School baseball Put your coach. hands together. Yes. Go Dons. And uh, he's a longtime friend of mine, and he and I have coached together for, what, six years? Five years. Five years at Santa Barbara Foresters. We met coaching over in Arizona. And uh, he originally lived here in Santa Barbara when he was young, went to Santa Barbara City College and went and played at Pepperdine. And then he's coached in Arizona for um, a long time. And the job opened up and we got him back home. And uh, it's great. Uh, I think uh, Santa Barbara High is, uh, they interviewed a lot of coaches and from a lot of coaches out of the area and in the area. And Steve came out number one. And I tell you what, the, the players at Santa Barbara High are fortunate to have the guy. And we're fortunate to have a guy this caliber in our community. He's a wonderful guy. And welcome, buddy. Thanks, Penner. Nice. It's yeah. a pleasure Woo! to be here. It's, it's great to be back home. Uh, you know, I wasn't looking, looking to move. Uh, and I got a phone call from Bill that said, hey, the job's open, and uh, the ball started rolling. And then, what, about three weeks later, here I am. So thank you, and uh, I feel welcomed here. Now, did you grow up here? I did you? lived here from about age 6 to 11, and then from about 18 to 20. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Been in well, Arizona welcome. for 30 years. Welcome back. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Especially right now, because after this last year, it's been difficult, and a lot of people has suffered so much with the moving, you know, unpacking, packing, unpacking, packing. It's a blessing that you're here. A lot of people have left the community. So for somebody of your caliber to stay here, thank you very much. Thank you. Seriously. And the, and the ones that left, see ya. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard, you know. So we get the, yeah. So anyway. So... Coaching wise, what where, where were you coaching in uh, in Arizona? What were you what were you coaching? What level? High school level. Nice. Uh, coached for twelve years there, and uh, joined up with uh, Bill and the and the Foresters five years ago. And uh, I wasn't looking to go stay in high school. I wanted to go to college. Okay. And uh, that has been my goal. And uh, when I got the phone call about the Santa Barbara job, I put everything on hold. That was that was the the nice. ticket right there. So. Uh, it was a transition, but it was a great transition. Nice. Good. Good deal. So specialty coaching-wise, are you more of an infield coach? I'm a hitter. Kitchen? You're hitting. I'm coach. a hitter. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Hitter and catchers. Yeah, he does all the hitting for us. Nice. And, uh, you know, I just let him roll with it because he's really good. And we get feedback from the players. And these players, you know, go to the University of Texas, Arkansas, all the top schools, and they love coaching. 
Coach Shooky. They they love the way he works with them. He's tireless. Um, he has fun doing it. He's excited. They get excited. He's there two uh, you know he's there two hours before we have to be there. We have to be at the ballpark three hours before the ball the game starts. So he's there five hours before the game starts working with these hitters. And we're, I've been really fortunate to have him. And he's the associate head coach of the Foresters, and he's my bench coach. So. Um, uh, when the opportunity, I told him about Santa Barbara High and the whole Don, the Don tradition and everything. The great Don tradition. It's the third oldest high school. The great in, Don. Uh, you hear that again, everyone? The in great California, Don. Right? It's the third oldest high school in <laughs> California. Yeah. And the tradition of the ballplayers. And uh, they gave him the job and they gave the right guy the job. So, hum baby. A lot of good memories hum over baby, there. Hum baby. Hum baby. Hey, we've got the little smushy sign. Let's take a little break. So Erica Salda, the queen of teen, will be back with a lot more after these messages. So, Dominique, you always have words of wisdom, Zims, you know, as we, <laughs> as we move through, almost finished with January, what do you say for this 2019? Well, I'm encouraging people to look to their wants for the year, and what I've decided is, everything that happens this year, it's good. Doesn't matter what it is, I'm going to say, hoorah! There's a miracle behind it, and there's something good going to happen from it. Yeah. So even though at first it may make me a little scared or a little afraid, I'm going to turn that around, and I'm going to say, wow, something wonderful is going to happen. That's the best attitude. I love that. That's how I feel. I feel like you need to just look at things and be like, what, what can I learn from this? How can I grow? And how awesome is this going to be? Mm-hmm. And trust me, some of those things are like, what? That's <laughs> true. So I, I'm not going to fib. I was kind of got, I, well, I don't know, November, December. I, don't, I think I relived. I had a little PTSD. I'm not going to lie. So I, what I did was I went back and I told my kids, I didn't want to fight with and battle with all the holidays and everything like this. So I had my kids deal, had spend the San Diego with their dad. And then we did January holidays. So didn't have to deal with any of the traffic or anything like that. So we we met up and so did you with your kids. And that was refreshing and no drama and relaxing and less expensive. (laughs) I mean, to be honest with you, right? And that was worked out really good. And then when I met with my kids and I did the same thing, I said, it's all good. And let's just look at this year as... Uh, a motivational year because it's going to be a year of change and I said let's just all make a list of because we have the um, gratitude jars and we emptied out the gratitude jars and then I told my kids to make a list of a mentor list and I had and I made one for myself so I went back to the beginning of childhood and I just wrote down all the people in my life that I thought made me who I am today and then I when I got into my 20s and you know, I, I looked at my 20s and I'm like, okay, I wrote down the Sal Rodriguez's, you know, and I looked at the builders of Santa Barbara and who made Santa Barbara who Santa Barbara is today. And I put down for my kids and I want to share this with you, um, Bill, um, both of my boys put down you. 
Okay, seriously, because I don't think I would. I think you put in my bank account one hundred twenty thousand dollars. I mean, because I'm a money person. So because my kids got scholarships. So well, if it wasn't well, for the Foresters, yeah, I know. Well, seriously, <laughs> because my, if it wasn't for the Foresters, they would not have had the opportunity. And your brother Dave, because yeah. he was over at Bishop, yeah. and he gave me Casey Cloud, yeah. and he. Co- he helped and gave catching coach catching classes or individually to both of my boys and if it wasn't for people like both of you sitting in front of us and all of the coaching hours it's people like yourselves and Michael Baker you know you have to have really strong leadership and strong CEOs and the Angela Mil- Miller veterans that I don't know how many hats you wear but it's the community service and the leadership, and I'm so thankful and blessed that, Lisa, you've moved back to this community because it's these people here today that are going to make Santa Barbara, not that it's ever lost any of its greatness, but we need that stuff to be shared because, you know, we're coming out of this, what we're, you know, what we're doing. So, yeah, definitely. Can I make a quick plug? Sure. So these are all people who are mentoring our young people, mm-hmm. and we're doing that because we believe in you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really appreciate Teen Sports Radio and having yeah. the, the kids, and you've seen them, that, that have come through here. Well, uh, it's important for us all to remember, those of us that did go here or lived here, grew up here, went to Santa Barbara High School, um, that, you know, it's important for us to remember to give back to our community. And for those of you that are younger and in high school and growing up, that when you get older and go to college and if you stay in the community or any community, that you remember to give back because we are this community and what we give um, makes it even better and we have all of us have so much to give to our youth and you know anybody that like you're a mechanic you could be teaching someone how to be a mechanic or you know there's just so many different things that people can do and so many organizations that you can be involved with so I hope that everybody works on that in 2019 and remembers to give back because it's better to give than to receive and also, you know, uh, the way society is, uh, there's a lot of single parents. And, uh, like, I talk often about, I was a single parent, uh, and I had custody of my boys when they were five and six. And if it wasn't for the boys' club, boys' and girls' club, uh, they would have been sitting at home, you know, what they call them latchkey kids, but instead of going home, they'd go to the boys' club. In fact, they were raised in there. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I can pass that on. Carpentria Club. Carpentria. Yeah, right across the street from Carpentria High School. High school yeah. Right, and then I was coaching at the time too, so when we had away games, my kids would go to the to the boys and girls club. But you know, uh, I I think we um, people in Santa Barbara, I think we owe it to society. If we're in a position to give something back, you better do it because it's your responsibility. If, if you've been had uh, the responsibility to do that, if you have a talent or something like that, you need to share that talent. And I think the mentor program here in Santa Barbara is really good. People that do, do dedicate their time because some of these kids don't have any adult supervision or interaction. 
because they either their parents are too busy, too working, or too into themselves to do that. There's a lot of latchkey kids, oh, and yeah. I, I was a latchkey kid, and I would never have gotten to go to college or be the person I am today without the organizations that help take care of me. The Boys and Girls Club, well, the Girls Club, I mean, Girls Inc., the YMCA, I mean, all these organizations, Kiwanis, that helped me um, get money for college. I mean, I just had so many great people in this community helping me and I don't think I would have been able to go to college and have a career had it not been for everybody that did and gave back to me. wondering why you're such a give back queen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think I learned it from a very young age and I always appreciated and just admired these people. And so when I grew up grew older um, I, I really it means a lot to me I'm very passionate about it because it got me to where I am I would never have been in the position that I'm in to be able to raise my children and to give them what they've been given in their childhood and now into their adulthood had I not been mentored at that young age so I think that it's just the most important thing that we can do it's Without question, in my opinion, it's a very special place, uh, as I told you before, and been many other locations. Um, when I interviewed for this position, um, I remember the interview committee said to me, there are 2,000 nonprofits in Santa Barbara. How does that make you feel? And I said, I think it's awesome. And they looked at me and they said, you're the only person that said that. Why do you think it's awesome? I said, because there are 2,000 nonprofits that are being supported. Yeah. I mean that's that's the way you need to look at that. That's the kind of community we live in, and you know to to make people feel good, that might be driving in the car right now, and you know with everything going on, um, we and I know my fellow colleagues in other clubs and other organizations, definitely there's an uptick right now in volunteerism. It's a big uptick. Good and a good and that's a great thing. That's a great thing. And well, I really think we've good seen volunteer. a lot of people, yep. especially for what our community's been through and what we've gone through. I think even over the holiday s- season, we saw a lot more of people volunteering and giving back because I think everybody in this community had this right in their face. You know what it's like to have this tragedy and all these awful things happen, and it made them appreciate this community, and it also made helped them to learn that how important it was to give back and to volunteer. And you see the kindness in people's faces when you're walking around. Yeah, and and uh, if it was a tragedy that made people come out and do that and see how wonderful it is then there's a lot to be learned about that. I mean, it's too bad that it takes a tragedy to wake some people up like that. Because it's well, I think just, it was before, but the it. tragedy really did yeah. help promote, yeah. get it. Yeah. You know, just a, a quick, before we go to break, Laura Arcadia, our um, student that we had three years ago, she called just to tell us a story last night. Um, she's going through some hard times. She's living on a shoestring. She's finishing up um, uh, UCLA, and she wants to come up this weekend, so she's been saving her, you know, nickels, pennies, pennies really, <laughs> and it's pouring down there, and she had to walk home. She's got a lot of layers, and she's checking out from a store and she's walking home and it's just torrentially raining and the girl next to her she's making small talk and she goes do you have an umbrella she goes no I don't have an umbrella she goes but I got a lot of layers I'll be okay so she's walking home and of course now it's really opening up and it's just pouring and she hears this girl taps her up on the shoulder and hands her an umbrella 
and with the receipt in case she doesn't like the color. And she goes, <laughs> she, and she goes like, she just starts crying. She goes, because she doesn't have $11 because she needs the money to go for the train. You know, and she goes, I just don't know what to say. So like a happy tale like that. She goes, I just don't know what to say. You know, and she, I said, Laura, see, just, this is nice. You know, this is great. It's, you're going to pay it back. I mean, because we want Laura to stay in this country. I mean, she speaks six languages. She's from Italy. You know, I mean, Laura, you're going to stay. So we want you to stay. And it's because of that that you're just so heartfelt. I mean, it's just a beautiful story. She deserved that umbrella. Yeah, That's yeah. one of the most <laughs> loveliest girls I've ever met in my <laughs> whole life. Seriously. Honestly. I wish I had given her I the umbrella. I go, I go, I go, Dominique, Venmo or some money. <laughs> I go, I go. Should we take I know. Fire train ticket? I know, exactly. I go, did you take that out of my account or yours? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. Let's take a little break. It's Erica Saldo's Queen of Teen. We'll be back with more after these messenger. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Foresters fans, be part of the national champion Santa Barbara Foresters 2019 Hall of Fame celebration Saturday, January 26th. Brought to you by American Riviera Bank. The evening honors New York Mets infielder Jeff McNeil, longtime Foresters coach Pat Burns, and former player Aaron Gordonier. Saturday, January 26th at the Santa Barbara Carriage Museum. For tickets, visit sbforesters.org. Thanks again to American Riviera Bank, and see you at Hall of Fame night, January 26th. Stir it up. Nice. Jim Buckley's got a pretty good voice, doesn't he? Uh, I love it. Yeah. I'm so glad that we're hosting you at the Carriage Museum. Yeah, I'm yes. on the board of directors for well, the Carriage Museum. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we love it there. The bump. We I had our like, we had a victory like celebration bump. there one time. I know. Yeah, I, yeah. So yeah, I just talked to Alex today. Uh, it's a great venue. Uh, it's a great place for a party. So anybody that wants to have an event at the Carriage Museum, it's a little hidden gem. It's um, a little piece of our history here in Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah. It was created because of um, old Spanish days and all the, the wagons and carriages in the parade for Fiesta. And some Leonard Cummer felt like, wow, nobody ever gets to see all these wagons and carriages. So in the 1970s, they created the Carriage Museum. So talk to me about the Christmas trees. What, what, what happened with the Christmas trees? Oh, uh, this, oh, this past oh, Christmas? This past Christmas. Uh, uh, so you know how we do the Hugs for Cups? Yeah. Santa Barbara Hugs for Cups. So a couple of years ago, we started delivering some trees and uh, some lights to some of the families of uh, our Hugs for Cups cancer victims. And then it grew. Wow. And then my daughter was in high school. And so we needed some help on that. So she, at Santa Barbara High, she started a Hugs for Cubs uh, club. And so it grew. And then, um, thanks to Compass Real Estate, they went out and raised money. So this year, this year uh, we delivered over 30 Christmas trees and Christmas lights and presents and gingerbread houses to cancer families, cancer victims' families wow. from Santa Maria 
to Santa Barbara. Nice. Wow. And it was a it was a cumulative deal from um, uh, you know Compass giving us the money, and we delivered presents, and we had money left over. So then we did a visit to Cottage Hospital. But I was amazed because I delivered three trees to people. I had to break out my Spanglish, you know, because I think I can speak Spanish, right? Sure can. <laughs> and I, you know, usually I walk in and I say, hi, everybody, I'm Bill Pintard. Uh, go to church tonight and tear down the steeple or something. Else. <laughs> I broke in Spanish. But there are three families there and never had a Christmas tree. Oh. And it felt really good, but then you feel sad. But that, yeah, that was a little bit about That's the awesome. foresters on the Christmas trees. But anyway, um, you know. The hu- How can people help you with that in the future? I mean, I'm sure you, you, you said you did it this year. You're probably going to do it again next well, year. Well, you know, yeah, we do, what, it. What's we, the, do, we do it every year. You know, I mean, if they know somebody is affected, if they know, you know, we can't, we don't get, you know, um, if they know somebody that has a child that's going through Christmas and they're poor. And most of the, most of the families that didn't have enough money, they were, they're Latino. And Latino families, there are a lot of Latino families in our community don't speak English. Can you imagine having your child has cancer? And you're talking to the doctors, and you're trying to get a handle on the stuff. You can't understand the language. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's my heart just uh, uh, goes out to them, and it just it just uh, causes me a lot of pain and discomfort knowing they're going through this stuff. First of all, cancer is such a complicated thing, anyway. And uh, so, anyway, yeah, they can just. They can support us or... They can come to this event. They Well, you know what? How you can. We're having a great event. Uh, January 26th. It's at the Carriage Museum, which you just heard about. And uh, we're going to duck three special people. Uh, Pat Burns who is, was an architect of the Foresters. He started with me since I started in 1995. He was with us for 18 years as a coach and as our general manager. The other young man we're going to induct is a, a guy named Aaron Gordonier, and he was on the 1996-97 team. He went to Cal Berkeley, played a couple years with the uh, Cleveland Indians in their professional system. He's missed one golf tournament in all those years, in 22 years. And uh, he's a, a very successful guy um, and uh, supports us. In fact, his kid came up and played the uh, Star Spangled Banner um, before one of our games last year with his guitar. And then the last guy is Jeff McNeil. And Jeff McNeil is one of those kids that came at six years old, he came to a Forester camp that we used to have. And uh, then uh, they moved to Napomo, I think, when he was. Uh, Maybe 12. 12. And he was part of the 12 year old all star team. Mm-hmm. And he, so was Ryan. And then he didn't play baseball. He became a scratch golfer. golfer. I mean, the guy, they, everybody thought he was going to. So then his senior year, so he said, I want to play baseball again. The, the coach of a travel team up there, Vince Seguisi mm-hmm. from the Wahoos, called me and said, Hey, we got this kid. He can really play, Billy. And you ought to give him a shot. So we don't take many high school guys, but we took him. And he filled in very admirably. And uh, also, uh, in the meantime, we get scouted by scouts. And also, uh, Long Beach State called me and they said, hey, we need a middle infielder next year. And I said, I got a kid. He's awful thin, but he can run and he can handle the bat. Come up and look at him. So he comes up. He looks at him. Next thing we know, McNeil, bada bing, bada bong. McNeil's going to Long Beach State. He's got a scholarship, bada bing, bada bong. He gets drafted by the Mets. Last year, he gets called up by the New York Mets, who was awful. He goes on the team. They go on a winning streak. He hits, he's hitting 349. 
for most of the time. He ended up hitting 329. My cousin's a Met fan. He's not very smart, but he's a Mets fan. <laughs> he's telling me McNeil is the toast of the Queens. The New York fans, if they get on your side, man, and they love this Jeff. And Jeff is a character. He's married. His wife tells me stories. I'm going to tell him at the deal. But how he gets to the stadium and from his place where he lives in the Queens. You know, most of these guys drive their Mercedes and their oh, Hummer. He his bicycle. No, he uh, he has a um, not a moped, a, a scooter. Bike. He's got a scooter, oh, a and he puts on his helmet and he rides a scooter through the streets of Queens and pulls into the stadium. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, if you're listening, but wow. I had to give it up. But he's just so real, and he's down to earth. And they just made a trade for Robinson Cano, who, if you don't know, he's a big time hitter, ex-Yankee, for Seattle, and Seattle wanted McNeil, and um, Brody, the new general manager, says, "No, no, we'll." He was going to kill the deal. And uh, they, they pulled McNeil out. So McNeil's a Met. He'll probably play the outfield this year. But it's a great story. And he was a guy that uh, wasn't real big, didn't have a lot of experience. But he uh, got and he got a ch chance with the Mets. And he did his best. And so we're going to honor him. That's amazing. And he was on the 2011 championship team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was part of He's a champion. So... That's, that's a awesome. that's a good thing. That's and, awesome. Yeah, it's a good story. A local guy, you know, and he didn't play didn't play all that time. So, um, and uh, he, he he's you know he's thrilled and honored. And then when he came back, he came back as a Met. To, he went to the Dodger Stadium, and I went down and saw him, and I watched him play. Just think how different that ch I'm not gonna say child because he's an adult, but that ch that child's life would have been had Bill not made the connection recommended him to Long Beach State. He goes to Long Beach State, gets drafted, now has a successful career, and he's, he's, a, he's a Met. Yeah, I mean, he's a Met. I mean, I know you wish he was on the Yankees. but nah, they, you know, I just want him to have fun. And but that's, that's, that, is, that is just awesome. It just yeah. shows the importance of, like you said, bringing it back to mentors. Is you a know, person that, that saw something in the kid. Yeah, we had, he, he got hit by a pitch, and they threw, him, they threw at him on purpose, up in, in slow. And he was like 150 pounds. I thought I was going to break, break, his, break his ribs. And I went out there, and I was furious. And I went out there to see how Jeff was. Well, the trainers and everybody ran out to him first, and he just had the wind knocked down. So I walked over his body and started out after the pitcher. <laughs> and I, I had gotten in brawls when I was a player, but I was a pitcher. They usually come after me. But that was the first time I started going after that guy. I was so irate. And then two innings later, their guy happened to get hit. By yeah, by accident. Oh, just oh, happened. Yeah, just it accident. got away from me. We weren't trying uh, to hit him. Yeah, of course it was. No, <laughs> slipped. And he got it in the ribs. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, a uh, big uh, brouhaha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> slipped. At San Luis Obispo. Exactly. I hate when that happens. I hate when that I happens. I hate when. We, we got to go. All right, okay. let's take a little break. We'll talk about it at break. Mm -hmm. It's Eric Salda, Queen of Team. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. Team Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. Please turn in every single Tuesday. All right. We've got some new questions for the new coach. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hot seat. Back. Okay. What's your favorite first thing to get teams going that you know they're not doing when you first come on to coach a team? 
Oh, that's a good question. Uh, very unexpected. Very from Tommy. unexpected. You know, I philosopher. So, I mean, as as a coach, every coach has their their you know pet things that they really feel like all teams ought to do, but not all teams do. And so, when you have a chance to come in new to a team, what do you get them to do? It's a new habit for them that you know they've never done before. That you know it's going to improve them. Uh, you know, it takes a while to get to know the team and, and what they need. My philosophy is, and uh, you know, I learned it from coaching with the Foresters and from Bill, is you got to establish a relationship with with the players. Um, if there's no trust, no relationship, they're not going to buy in no matter who you are, and how much, you know. So, uh, my theory is, uh, you know, they, they want to know how much you care before they, they want to know how much, you know. So my big thing is, is trust getting to know my players off the field, getting to know what's going on, uh, in their lives every day in their lives and in starting a team or a program or a culture from that point of view. That's, That's a great hire right there. Yeah, That's you're great cultivating hire. their heart before you're you're cultivating their heart and their vision. Yes. That's awesome. I, I wholly endorse this coach, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys ever do any kind of team building, like off the field? Like, do you have any things that the team does as a team building type yes. thing, like outside of We do. We, um, my programs have all been based on servant leadership and giving and uh community service um i just haven't had the chance or the time yet to establish it here but i have things in place uh last year we were the only team or the only only high school team in arizona to adopt a, a kid with uh brain cancer and he's part of my old program now that was one of my big uh worries or concerns when i left to come here was who was going to take care of wyrick because we just did a huge adoption ceremony at our school. Uh, we do stuff for brain, bre breast cancer. We do things to feed the, uh, feed the, the poor and Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas. So my program is based on, it's uh, based on, on education, <laughs> community service, giving back, and then baseball. Well, we would love to have your team do something with us for cardiovascular disease. I'm with sure. the American Heart Association. Sure. So we there's um, we actually have um, someone I'm working with right now that goes to San Marcos, but basketball player that actually suffered from cardiac arrest um, last year after basketball practice and was saved by CPR, brought back to life five times. Wow. And it was, CPR is such a huge thing, so that I would love to have your team be more involved with education Absolutely. of CPR and how it's so important it is within the sports system. Sure. No, we, we would love to do that. We, yeah. you know, I love to get my guys out there. You know, selfishly, Selfishly, you know, when we adopted Wyrick through the Friends of Jacqueline Foundation, my players are going to learn and grow so much more than the kid that we adopted. It does. You know, it's amazing to see how you have 35 high school kids and grow by just being around this 11-year-old boy and to see the growth and to see the camaraderie and the love that these high school kids just give up so freely, they don't even realize what, they, what they're doing. Can you imagine, though, if every single kid in high school, by the time they graduated, was CPR certified? That would change our world. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's just save some lives. Yeah. It should be mandatory. It's, yeah. the, it's the education that is like when you said about education, I think that all, all of our young people, there's so much that they can be educated on that they can take out into the world with them and CPR is one of them. That's, I mean, it literally we do hands-only CPR now, mm-hmm. which means that you can just do hands-only. It's not with your mouth or anything and you don't have to be certified to learn it and it's amazing how many lives are being saved every day especially on site at schools because you're not only dealing with the the kids that are having suffering from cardiac arrest from um, heart conditions that they haven't been diagnosed with especially kids that aren't getting to go to the doctors every year to have their annual checkup you don't even know they have a heart condition and these kids are all going to school don't, together don't they do that at high school as part don't they have to have a physical no. for sports oh, first for I, sports yeah, yeah but, but some of them these these heart conditions even though ben who suffered from cardiac arrest it, it wasn't caught it was a right. it was a condition that wasn't caught just that would be caught by a physical and so there's just so much to be educated on and that it's important because if these kids if their heart condition passes through what they've been checked for as a physical and they do go into cardiac arrest if every kid on that field knows CPR they can not only give CPR but they can continue CPR amongst taking turns until um AMR gets there you know until somebody's there to, to help take over and put them on a machine Every gym technology is such that they should have every gym should have those. The schools, the schools do have AEDs. You have an AED, I'm sure you're aware of at your school, so you guys have that ability. But sometimes people, well, most of the time, CPR is needs to be known because you have to go get that machine from wherever it is, and CPR needs to be administered right then, as soon as that person goes down. Not to put you on the spot, but you'd be. You're certified, right? Yes. Yeah. See, yes. I would think so. They all have to be I, yeah. mm-hmm. I was going to say, oh, he's not. Whoa, Bill, are you certified? No. <laughs> just checking. Heck no. But you, he is, so it doesn't matter, right? There you I go. can give mouth to mouth. There you go. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Just kidding. <laughs> I got to go. All right, let's take a little break. Erica Saldo, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every Every single Tuesday. Tuesday. I have five people just tell me not to text them anymore. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. No. Actually, what happened was we said that Erica sends texts and you have to figure out what they mean. And so it takes a minute. And we love her so much that we take that time to figure them out. I go to the anthropology department of UCSB to have them decipher it along with other Egyptian hieroglyphics. I got the iPhone <laughs> 10 now, and I, I'm sorry I can to hear that. Emoji you now. So. Oh Lord! <laughs> the Erica isms have shifted to a talking avatar. That's it. I, I, oh, I that's it. Exactly. I made my own Erica, <laughs> and I can talk to you. <laughs> that's it. That's a okay, Lisa. I'm going to see you in five days. That's all you need to know. So I'm just going to lay down. I'm going to wake up, and then I'm going to be a, a just a different Erica. Hello. I'm I'm very excited. My mother was an esthetician. I told you that. Yes, you did. That's it. I'm well, very I'm, excited. I'm very excited to have you both. And That's it. I'm going to work my magic on That's you That's it. Both. There you go. And I'm yeah. going to be a walking billboard. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at my face? That's, that's, that's all I keep seeing. 
Stop looking at me. I'm looking at you. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the doctor over there. What oh. about him? What can you do with for your him? face and Coach Bentard's <laughs> hair? Wow. <laughs> do you use moisturizer? No. No. We no. moisturizer. Next show, moisturizer. Moisturizer. Well, obviously he does it because she Look asked you. Look at Doctor D's face. Doctor, <laughs> you can't. You have to use moisturizer. You have to use. Oh, okay. You can't just have your skin bare. You can get irritated and dryness. And uh-huh. Doctor D's well, skin is not bare. <laughs> no. Uh, well, I was walking. Uh, down State Street, and you know the corner of Anapamu and State, or no Figueroa and 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 uh, State, where there's that one salon, I guess it is. And they hand yeah. out the little packets. I'm out there. Come I out actually there got sucked. The street. I actually got sucked into that. Uh, facility. Oh, you went in? Uh, yeah, oh. I ended up going in and sitting down, and he was going to then charge me yes. for this product. is going to be four hundred ninety nine dollars. I know, and this one is three hundred ninety. And well, it's got gold yeah. flecks in it. And I'm going. No, I'll just stick with Dove. Yeah, or Vaseline intensive care. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but a little yeah, moisturizing yeah. goes a long way. It does okay. help with premature aging and <laughs> protect well, your skin. Uh, that horse is out of the barn. I'm getting irritated or by the elements. Well, we'll all the coming to see you soon. Okay. Can we check Michael's face over there because he's sitting yeah. right next to you. Let's talk I'm about his face. I'm a mess. Uh, no, he's got a great no, face. No, does, does Michael need a moisturizer? Or Michael? sandpaper. Every- oh my God. <laughs> yeah. hair. I need hair. No. Every- <laughs> Everybody needs moisturizer. Okay. Yes. yes all right. Yeah. yeah. Well, then I'll According work. to your lifestyle and your skin type. And I don't have a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see the look on these men's faces sitting with this beautiful woman in the middle of them talking about moisturizer, they're both like looking all over the place. For Marion, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> Moisturizing is very important. It is. It's a daily yeah. thing. Finding the right moisturizer, absolutely. Yeah. See, and you can help us with that. Please. Absolutely. Please. See? That's what I do. Yes. Hey, I know what. He would be really good as um, the face of moisturizer. (laughs) (laughs) You could get some ads. Right? Yeah. Anti-moisturizer. Before and after. He could read this. This will be the catch line. Is your face naked? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Coach Chuck, we got like a minute left. How can all of us in this room help you? Like, what, what do you need from us? Oh God, money! Housing, no. transfer. <laughs> yeah. No, just your support. Okay. Um, to get on board, um, come out, cheer us on, okay. and and just support Don's baseball. Okay. Well, everybody in this room, I know, gives one hundred and ten percent. Michael Baker, we know we love you, and nice. Coach, you've you've really ser- thank you for everything. I was this, I was that single parent, and I love baseball, and you really helped me out tremendously. Angela Miller Bevan, you know you like my sister. So, and my new friend Lisa, I love your dad. Aww. So, and I got my bestie. Who's your dad? Right. Who you keep talking huh? about her dad? Alex. Alex, all around the town. Alex Chernow. Oh. There you go. Helped yeah. you out for all those years yeah. with advertising. So, yeah. and Dominique, my bestie. Santa Barbara, be kind. We love you. See you next week. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that.